When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Some it's just some facts right here. Hello and welcome to the Song Facts Podcast. My name is Corey O'Flanagan and I am your host. As always, this podcast is proudly a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Guys, if you're feeling frisky, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Maybe think about leaving us a kind review. Make sure that we are showing up on your device every Wednesday. So I got a question. When you think of things like alternative music, grunge, or garage band, what is brought to mind? For me, it takes me to a time in the early 90s that gave us a new sound and a bunch of really great bands. Keeping in that thought and that mindset, I was taken back to that time when I was introduced to the female trio named Hello Mary. These three young ladies are combining their sound of fuzzy guitar riffs, big drum fills, and uniquely designed bass runs along with well-thought-out harmonies to differentiate their style and take the grunge sound of that time into our ears today. Please welcome Helena, Michaela, and Stella of Hello Mary as I catch up with them in Brooklyn to talk about some of their old and new songs and we hear a performance of their new tune, Take Something. Please enjoy Hello Mary. So I'm here with Helena, Michaela, and Stella of Hello Mary. And I guess first, just how's life in Brooklyn right now? My name is pronounced Helena. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> life in Brooklyn is good. It's chill. Yeah, are things starting to normalize at all? Kind of. <laughs> Helena got vaccinated the other day. True. Good for you. Thanks. I spent a couple days in uh, Manhattan on my way back into the States and just walked around and did some photography and stuff. It had been about 10 years since I'd been there, and I always loved that city. It's great. It is great. Okay, so from what I can gather, Helena and Michaela, you guys were writing and playing for a while before Stella came into the mix. And so, Helena, my question to you is, did you all go through a few drummers, and then was it just kind of instant chemistry when Stella came along? My dad was playing drums on our first like demo things just because we had no one else. Okay. We went. We didn't actually go through no, any drums. Not with Hello Mary. Um, we, <laughs> uh, we were trying to look for like a second guitarist for a while, but that was stupid, and we don't have that, and we don't need that. So, <laughs> were you just thinking that you weren't going to do have a drummer? I don't know what we were thinking. 
yeah <laughs> actually we we had this girl that we when we were offered our first show we were like okay we need a drummer so we can play live and then there was a girl that we were gonna jam with but then she bailed thank god she bailed because then we got stella through a friend of ours <laughs> yeah I thought I I mean I'm gonna just speak for Helena and say I feel like there was instant chemistry but yeah so that you guys have songs that were written and you just came in and they did they just kind of let you kind of be an individual and do what you wanted with them a hundred percent I mean the thing is like like Helena said like her dad was playing drums on some of the like demos that they had out they had like a couple songs out on like SoundCloud with like using like GarageBand and stuff <clears throat> and those are like what I listened to to figure out if I wanted to play the show um yeah. or rather if I wanted to hit up or did you hit, I think you hit me up but whatever um and Jason Helena's dad was playing on those and so when we were practicing those songs I really just like replicated the parts that he did so like on certain songs off of Ginger like yeah the drum parts that I play are replicating his drum parts. But on all the new songs, I mean, they're very, they let yeah. me write what I want to write. And... Yeah, we only had two, a, a letter and Ginger were the songs that we had out. But, and then we wrote oh, okay. the other ones and recorded. Oh, so you came on pretty early on then. Okay, that makes sense. Um, well, I want to jump into some songwriting stuff. And Michaela, I've got a question for you. How did the song Ginger come to be? And then... I don't know who wrote the lyrics for it, but what exactly is waiting on the desk? remember writing it I feel like I was at Helena's house and we were just playing around with stuff and then I thought of a cool bass line and then she thought of guitar after it that would like fit into it um the lyrics I remember writing those with you yeah we wrote the lyrics together we I don't... were like you know angsty uh, <laughs> seven nine <grader>. freshers <laughs> okay eighth graders and we were like you know I don't know what's waiting on the desk it's it it is waiting it. <laughs> just open to interpretation no i listened to it a couple times this morning and then I, I was i had i had you guys album on when i was on my flight back over to the states and i was just like i don't know i just can't believe that you guys wrote these lyrics at, at these at these young ages it's pretty incredible to me thanks keep tapping into that i i, I used to write a lot more than i do now mm -hmm. it's for some reason it's something that you just have to absolutely keep up with yeah um okay so when i think of your guys sound and i just in general like fuzzy guitar and then heavier drums and bass i don't usually think of vocal harmonies paired with those things mm -hmm. um, but you guys showcase that so nicely during that live performance that i just watched on baby tv and so stella i'm wondering why are these layers of vocal texture just so important to your guys sound I mean, I definitely think it's the thing that like sets us apart. I would say like yeah. the vocal harmonies and the bass um, are like really the things that make Hello Mary, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, and like even, you know, before I came in, Helena would do, like record harmonies with herself. So it was clear that like that was something she wanted from the start. Uh, okay. And then, you know, I came in and I was like, I can actually 
do that for you. So wow. like live. So yeah. And it's just kind of like, I think the more and more we write and develop as a band, like the vocal harmonies have just become more and more present in yeah. the songs, like with all these new songs that we're hopefully going to release sometime this year. Um, that will be very, very prevalent. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's important to our sound. It, it is Hello Mary for sure. Do you guys enjoy the process of kind of figuring out where you're each going to be vocally or do your voices just kind of have the differences that you don't have to really think about it? It's so fun. We, we spent a lot of time like writing cool harmonies and stuff, especially on this new record that we have to record. Yeah. And there's a lot of like call and response to, or like, I don't know, I don't know if you'd call it <laughs> call like and echo, response, echoing. but like echoing or yeah. like all sing the same line, yeah. but like delayed a little bit. And, and then it's interesting too, because like, you know, me and Michaela are very like rhythm. I mean, obviously we're rhythm instruments, but like, I, I feel like a lot of the songs are very rhythm oriented and like weird rhythms. And so like playing those and then also singing weird delayed parts on top of that is like really cool and very satisfying. Yeah, so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I think in, in my short tenure in the music, just being in a few bands, some of my favorite times were sitting around either a practice studio or a recording studio trying to work out vocal harmonies mm -hmm. and when you can nail it and you can put it together it's really nice and I mean it's I, to me it's even more impressive to be able to do live like you guys showcase that you can do so well and then for you Stella behind the drum set being able to do that continue to think about that while all four <laughs> extremities are going too I'm always so impressed by that because I was like a drummer who could sit there and like sing the verse and the chorus but I couldn't really do anything else and I was like when I saw that live performance I was really impressed so good work Thank you. um okay so I think that we can agree that the defined kind of sound that you guys are bringing is just kind of this throwback throwback grunge 90s grunge so I wanted to ask you each individually, what song to you, and we can start with um, Michaela and work our way over, but what song to you defines that era and why? That's oh, hard, God. That's such a hard question. Def exactly. <laughs> I have one, if you want to start with, if I yeah okay so i think mine this is a classic one they know this is like my favorite song ever heart-shaped box By Nirvana. Um, yeah, it's, I knew you were it's say just that. yeah, it's just a classic song. Like it's just I don't know. It's like the best, and it's yeah. grungy, but also like not too grungy. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not cheesy in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, I feel like I would well, that was a good follow up to Nevermind too, because I remember like smells like teen spirit and everything just exploded and then no one kind of knew what they were going to do next I, I remember just being I think I was like a preteen at that point but seeing that video and I was just kind of blown away I'd never seen anything like that it was just kind of like this weird stuff that they did with the camera so that's a good choice anybody else I, I was just and like 
I probably would say a Nirvana song. Yeah, I was which about is to super say. Lame and probably not. But I think that it, it makes sense <laughs> that they would be like at the forefront of this. Or like a Pixies yeah. song. Or maybe. like a Sonic Youth song. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was doing a Nirvana song, I would say Milk It because that's my favorite Nirvana song. And I think it's yeah, synced, pitchy, so and it gets the job done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, there's no reason that you can't. I mean, I fell on Pearl Jam, so either Pearl Jam or Nirvana to come <laughs> from the grunge era. We're 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 all too uh, basic on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about another song of your guys's, um, Apple. I read an interesting story on this, so I want you guys to confirm or deny this for me, and then I'm going to challenge you. So I read that it was written on a drive to upstate New York and was put together just kind of a cappella, just with voices at first, and then you guys added the instruments later. And I was just going to ask, can you rehash that story a little bit? Because that's so interesting. And then my challenge is, can you give me a taste of the vocal chaos that happened in that backseat? I wasn't singing. Helena was definitely singing. But I remember we were, but, on, we were driving. I was just going to say, we were writing the lyrics down in her notes folder but, and like taking voice memos. Uh-huh. And then when we got oh, okay. there, we like, we had brought our like amps and instruments we like went right to the basement and I tried to sleep at my grandparents house at her grandparents. I remember writing the guitar riff in the car they were like yeah yeah I remember that too <laughs> we wrote the lyrics of the car the lyrics are not that the lyrics great. yeah they're about like driving a car yeah there must have been five people <laughs> there were and yeah it was like crowded and we were like tired yeah <laughs> we were tired um it, yeah and yeah you're doing it really we, quietly too because we, we didn't were, want your parents to hear us yeah my parents were driving us okay that that kind of sets the scene a little bit better because yeah, i had this i had you guys like going off and being at full volume with like trying to get like the actual way the guitar would sound and everything <laughs> no yeah, we got like whisper <laughs> yeah. well that's just how, that's how i am in a car and in the shower yeah um, it's just yeah i just let it go um okay so Take me into the make. You guys are going to perform this. I think it's take something that you're going to do. Yeah. And so take me into the making of this song um, and just tell me how this one came to be, because this is one of the newer ones you guys have been working on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote the guitar part and the melody over quarantine. I don't remember exactly when. And Michaela was away, actually. Yeah, so. I remember when. When? I remember when because <laughs> Michaela was away. Was. Michaela yeah, went upstate for months, and it was just me and Helena, like sadly practicing the two of us, like being really sad that <laughs> Michaela was away. But we were all quarantined, so we all had a bunch of time to like write songs. And Helena brought in this song, uh, "Take Some," which is now "Take Something," and we practiced it for a bit. And then I don't know if you've heard the song. Have you heard the song? 
It's unreleased. Yeah, no, I, it was on the uh, live performance. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so it's actually coming out in a couple months. So yeah, that's something to look forward to. But she wrote it, um, the first like kind of quieter part. And it seemed like it was going to be mm -hmm. kind of a mellow song. And mm -hmm. then I can't remember like whose idea it was, but we were like, this needs to have some sort of like explosion at the end. Yeah. Like this needs to have some big buildup. And then we wrote that. And then Michaela, of course, came in and just made it like a hundred times better. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, no, but I, I came home and I was obsessed with the song. Yeah. I was like, you guys really did it this time. <laughs> you really done it. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Song Facts podcast right after this. Ever wonder how my voice is bouncing off your eardrums so clean and crispy? No? Well, let me tell you anyway. The Lyra Microphone by AKG brings their legendary acoustic engineering to a versatile USB mic that delivers the highest quality audio in its class. USB connection. This is good for me because of the simplicity and the ability to just plug and play without an interface. You may have gathered from various episodes that I am doing this show on the road, so being that I record most interviews in a different location than the last, it is good for me to know that I have a high-quality, easy-to-transport-and-use USB mic like the Lyra to make sure my sound is clean. Whether you're like me and recording a podcast, a musician recording vocals or an instrument, or if you need to do a voiceover for a YouTube channel, Lyra's innovative AKG Adaptive Capsule Array adapts to your performance to record pristine audio. It has four versatile capture modes. What's a capture mode, you ask? That is how the mic picks up your voice. Just trust me, with these four options, it's really all you're going to need. With AKG Lyra, you'll be up and running in no time, no matter your experience level. There's no assembly, no need for separate audio interface, no fiddling with software settings. It just works right out of the box. And Lyra is something that is compatible with Windows, Mac, iOS, and Android devices, and all major recording softwares. So if you're looking for a mic that offers ease of use along with a high quality sound, Check out the AKG Lyra and look no further. What a great feeling, though, to have that. I feel like a lot of times in bands, there can be envy in that kind of thing. If somebody's like, God, that's such a great song. Like, why can't I write songs like that? And that kind of thing. But just to come in like fully supportive, like you guys fucking kicked ass on this one. I'm so excited to add a bass line. If it's good, it's good. Yeah, like, and we all get to take credit for it. Yeah, yeah, we all get <laughs> our own credit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like <laughs> you're like no matter what I get a third of that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, because I did get to hear it, and I went back and listened to it a couple times, and I'm so excited because you guys are going to do it acoustically. But when I hear that song and I compare it to others off of the first album, it seems to me that there are some more dynamics. And you you kind of touched on this of like it's a softer song, but we needed some explosion, and now that's starting to make sense to me. But when I start to hear a band like progress and get these dynamics to me are just so important within songs and, and music in general, because it just kind of like it re grabs the attention of whoever's listening. And just you guys did such nice interplay with your instruments and everything. And I just wanted to ask, do you feel like can you sense this progression that you're having as as songwriters? Definitely. This art, yeah. 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 For sure. Is it <laughs> confident? Do you think it's a confidence thing? 
Um, I think it's just like a shift in taste or like and maturing a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And skill, I've gotten yeah. a lot better at yeah. guitar since Ginger, and like I don't know, the harmonies and stuff are more complex. Also the lyrics are a lot better too. Getting no, I don't want to say getting bored of the old sound, but it's like at a certain point as songwriters, like you have to go in a direction. Like you're not gonna just stay where you are your whole fucking life. Like you need yeah. to you need to find some sort of um direction, and I think that's just happened and like what Michaela said just like maturing and like getting better at instruments like those two things combined and just like understanding each other as like musicians better and listening to more music like different genres and I was just saying that we all listen to like the same thing so we all know what we want in the songs you know I interviewed this guy um last fall and him and his friends do an interesting thing where every Monday they do a rotation and someone emails out an album and they 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 have to listen to the album front to back during that week. And then they kind of like just exchange like text messages or, or notes on it and just kind of talk about it. But he's like, I'm listening to like 1930s New York vaudeville one week and then I'm listening to like some death metal the next week. And it just oh, is oh. keeping my brain so... he's like it's helped me create and I was like well if I was like in a creative mode and I felt like I was in a rut maybe that's something that I would do that's a really great idea actually because I I feel like I'm I go through music droughts new music droughts and I'm just listening to the same thing over and over guilty that's one of the reasons I started this podcast because I was like I got to figure out ways to like instigate me to keep listening to new music because I love it so much good of you yeah yeah um Okay, so before we let you guys play this song, I just, you guys have been working on new stuff. um, And I'm just wondering, what is the biggest hope that you guys have for the band in the next 12 months? I think, I was going to say to play a show, like a a show with people. Well, we have that. Yeah. We're going to do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Ideally, touring would be the best, but that's probably yeah, that's kind of unlikely. Touring and putting out this freaking album. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why is that been a battle? (laughs) Putting out an album. Yeah, recording and then putting out new music. Because for some reason, it's really hard to make that happen. Yeah. (laughs) So we had to. (laughs) Yeah. How so? What's the challenge with that? Money and like just timing. Yeah, people. I think most of it is money. Yeah, most of it's money. Just getting studio time. Yeah, and like being able to pay for the studio time with the person that you want, you know, like. Yeah. Because it's expensive. If you want it to sound really good, it's expensive, but it's worth it, you know. Not to get personal, but you're not going to use the one who produced the last one. Did that? uh, Did that producer? Did you guys have a breakup? actually we did (laughs) did. um but yeah no we love him we love him he's a close friend um of ours but yeah we just want something a little more like professional sounding you know what i mean like something just a little more like i don't know yeah for sure be patient keep keep doing it the time will come and um when you guys are ready let's let's hear this tune We've got um, Hello Mary and their song, Take Something.
Oh, that was so good. I didn't. So when I heard the plugged in version, I wasn't listening to it on good enough headphones. I don't think because I couldn't hear those bass runs, but I am loving that. Oh yeah. Thank you. She's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just amazing. That looks like so much fun to play too. It's so fun to play. It's the best song to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, it's so uh, rare when you, I, there's a word for it too, when the bass gets to slide up the fretboard like that. And, uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Damn music terminology. <laughs> yeah. But guys, really well done. I'm grateful that you spent some time with me and uh, we'll, we'll keep it nice and short and sweet. And we're going to try and um, release this about the same time that the single is going to come out. We'll uh, keep trying to drive the momentum and hope that you guys get to get out there and uh, play some live shows this year. Yeah, Thank you sure. so Thank much. You. What yeah. was your name again? My name's Corey. 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 Thank you so much, Corey. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Wow, so much fun, so much good energy, and really, they write some amazing songs. I'm so impressed with these young ladies. If you get an opportunity to see them live, I'm sure they'll be booking some shows around the New York City area sometime soon. And as always, with us, for the stories behind the songs, you can go to songfacts.com. Have a great day. Get your song facts right here.